Hello. Welcome. Comic Radio Out. Post Media Podcast. I'm your host, Vince. And I'm your caffeinated host, Olive. What's new? How you been? I have had a pretty tiring day. Yeah? I woke up early, and I had meetings and class, and I am just ready to relax and chat. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I had a fucking weird week. Yeah, tell me about it. I got my tooth fixed, right? Remember mm-hmm. last recording I was saying about how my filling fell out? Yeah. Uh, so I went there, and the the dentist looked at it, and they were like, oh, yeah, don't worry. This is going to be, like, a two-minute job. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Go in there I doubt and- that any dental work should feasibly be a two-minute job. No, it was. It absolutely was. But uh, hold on. Um He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be, it's gonna be two minutes. We're gonna be in and out. He goes, I. He goes. To be honest, you waiting to be numbed by the novocaine is gonna be longer in the process, right? Okay, yeah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. How long do you have to wait for the numbing? He's like, ten minutes most. Like if I have to go take care of something else, ten minutes, real mm-hmm. quick. Um. So he shoots me with the novocaine and he goes to fix my filling and all of a sudden I jolt like out of the way. Like I don't even think about it. It was just like, fight or flight, right? No, hold yeah. on. Let me wind this back a bit. He hit me. No, no, no. This is this is the this is the right order of events. I'm very tired. I apologize. Um, he hits me with the novocaine. Goes to drill. He goes. Let's wait. He hits me with novocaine for a second time. Mm. Right. All of a sudden, I feel my hand on the chair like this. I don't Just, know what you're doing, and yeah, neither do the folks at home. If you're on YouTube, they do. Oh, I don't see you. So just rapidly shaking back and forth. Like, just, like, at a non-normal pace, and it felt like my knees were moving, and I knew they weren't, and I was like... Were you having, like, an allergic reaction? Well, I said, can I, like, stand up? Because I feel like I'm, I'm, like, something's wrong. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And I've, I've had Novocaine in me before. So I'm like, what's going on? Why am I like this? Like, I'm starting to, like, almost, I guess, the beginning of, like, a panic attack, more or less. Um... And the dentist is like, in Novocaine, there's another chemical called epinephrine that is just adrenaline. That, like, it's in there, you get hit with it, and then your body creates more of it. So, I was on a full-on, like... Adrenaline kick. Yeah, like, to, and I wasn't, like, comfortable. He wound up hitting me with two more shots of Novocaine. because Jeez my Louise, tooth, that's a lot. Yeah, because uh, my tooth, I still felt it every time he went to go drill in it. I think he missed Hmm. Like where he had to shoot it, right, right. But they're like, "All right, well, you're, you're. I don't want you to pass out from the adrenaline." And the longer I would have stood in there, the more likely of a chance it would have happened of me passing out. So he's like, "Come back in a week." So like, so did you not get the dental work done? Well, I I did today. Ah, uh, okay. so what happened was. I I went like I edited the episode and then I came or and then I went to go do last week's episode and then I went to go get this dental work done and then just it didn't happen and then I came home so today uh, I went and I still felt I still felt it a little bit but the the doctor that did it was an older guy so he was just like hey shut the fuck up we're doing this now I was like oh, okay um, yeah and. Uh, turns out, if you have the red hair gene, which my beard is of that shade... It's quite red, yeah. Uh, you are more likely to not feel the effects of Novocaine. Hmm. 
Yeah, which I was Where'd like, you figure I, that out? That's what they told me. They just said, yeah, it's a thing. Hmm. So my trade-off was I didn't get my wisdom teeth, but I'm not 100% susceptible to Novocaine. So. Yeah, yeah that's kind of crazy. Then I got free sh- free shoes. You got free shoes? Yeah, I had to get shoes for work. So I went to like a, like a Ross, like a, like a Marshalls, like one of those places. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those places that has like like shoes for stupid cheap and i hadn't eaten all day so i went there and i i got these like these fucking like the best way i can describe them is shoes that steven would wear so just like regular shoes no you don't you don't know steven from years ago these are like when he was only wearing like shoes that you would lift weights in okay like they're they're shitty they're, they got the ortho soul, so they're, like, made for old people. Um, yeah. They were 30 bucks, right? It's not I, bad at all. No, it's really not. I go up to the counter, and I give the lady the shoes. They don't even have a box. Like, it's one of those stores. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah, like a Marshalls or, like, a TJ Maxx. Like, yeah. they all do that same, like, kind of hodgepodge shit. Yeah, and, like, you look, like I looked in the, the 13 section, and I'm like, oh, these are, like, all 11s and 10s. And you go to, like, 9 and a half, and there's, like, 14 13s. Um, yeah. So, I give her the, the thing. I give her a bag of chips and a drink and a t-shirt, right? She rings up everything but the shoes. And then gives me a bag with the shoes and everything else I just bought in it and said, have a good night. I said, yep, you too. And I ran outside and checked the receipt and she didn't ring them up. So I got shoes for free for work. Was it on purpose? No, it was just like a thing. Like she just didn't ring it in. Hmm. And when she when she said the total, I was like, well, I'm not going to correct you. So. Yeah, I guess take it where you can, huh? Yeah, dude. So I was like at work thinking to myself, I'm like, you know what? fuck it i don't care if these last me a week i got them for free yeah all right and watch they're gonna they're gonna last you months they're gonna yeah i wouldn't be surprised they last me like two and a half years Mm -hmm. um because i had a pair yeah just you want to get into this lore i'd love to sure uh episode 60 no i'm sorry that's how fucking tired i am i did the lore backwards (laughs) episode 86 um (laughs) shout out to cube for the lore idea if you want to hear any lore go to our discord there'll be a link in the description below for the discord go to the discord and in it put that you want to uh in the feedback channel put that you want to hear a certain piece of lore uh cube requested vim vim incorporated uh vim pop incorporated uh was founded in 1931 by herbert reed and is sold as a health tonic and it was not as popular as nuka cola in Maine, it was more consumed than Nuka Cola was. Uh, it was it was flipped, so everywhere else it was most likely Nuka. But in Maine, you would you would often see people drinking a Vim over a Nuka. Uh, it was actually planned to become Maine's official drink. Now, Laura, question: um, What year? I think we've had this discussion before. What year did it no longer? It was no longer states and was Commonwealths. Ooh, I don't remember. Can you Google that? Uh, yeah. Uh, but my thing is, if Maine isn't a state anymore, but it is a state because people still referred to things as states, but they were commonwealths instead of states, then, like, how does that work canonically? Mm, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? 
Do you understand? I know what you're saying. Um, there's there's four different types of Vim. Real quick, we'll get into it. There's Vim, Vim Refresh, Vim Quartz, and then there's Captain's Blend, which we'll get into all of the different types of Vim. 1969. Really? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's not like if they just change the met to the metric system and from Fahrenheit to Celsius tomorrow, I would still say, like, oh, it's it's like... Well, that's probably a bad example, but it's like one of the or like if we just changed from from the U.S. dollar to the pound, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like oh it's nineteen pounds. I'd be like oh it's nineteen dollars. Like it's, it's one a of couple those bucks, like, yeah. Like, but it's it's one of those things that like uh, the word isn't going to change. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the word inside of our head isn't going to change immediately. But this is like a uh, fucking how many years later? A hundred years later, and. People are still referring to it as a state, but I don't. I don't understand it. Um, Who knows? But that's, that's. I don't know. Just like you, you do something, and it, then it's canonical. But um, Nuka Cola wanted to buy out Vim before the war. Doyle Reed owned Vim, and uh, it was in his family for years. He fought over the takeover from Nuka Cola, uh, but due to financial and legal issues, he was pressured to sell. A Vim male factory worker punched a female bar patron. Uh, many witnesses said this wasn't true, but the local news picked up the story. And it forced the company to do less advertisement and slow down production releases. Despite all the negative press, they were still successful. And they had a program where a salesperson uh, would wear a fully functional T-51 suit of power armor. And they would go to public outings and hand out Vim. And kind of like as a, like a, I guess almost in a way that like you see a. uh, Like Red Bull does that. Yeah, yeah. But also, kind of like I'm thinking, like when a when a car dealership opens up and there's just like a guy outside in a chicken costume for some reason. Yeah, yeah, I know. What you, you know mean. what I mean? Um, hold on. I Except this person has a mobile tank that they're wearing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of the problems that that came with this t- mobile tank suit of drink delivery uh, was it in, an increase of crime. One suit was just stolen right off the truck. Um. If you stole a suit of power armor, what are you doing with it? Uh, crimes. Probably crimes. What kind of crimes? Um. Would they. <laughs> What's the definition of butt crime? Excuse me? What's the definition of butt crime? Butt crime. Yeah. Not like butt, comma, crime. Like butt crime. Like crime involving the, the anus. Um. I don't know what to tell you. Um, if there was a murder of the butt, it would be uh, anus side. You just think of that? Yes. You proud of that? I am. Um, and then a bunch of people that would jump in these suits to go hand out drinks. The the patrons that would just hang out would like beat the shit out of them. Like, did you ever go to a, uh, a driving range, like a golf driving range? Mm-hmm. Like, you know when the guy on the golf cart comes around and you fucking try to smack the McShit out of the ball into, <laughs> like... Uh, pure main... Going back to Vim. Uh, pure main spring water and other extracts and syrups and slightly fermenting help bring out the unique flavor of Vim. Now, 
Uh, Vim itself, this is more on the company of Vim. Vim mm. is based on the soda Moxie. You ever have a Moxie? No, but I have heard of it. Have you Moxie? Had one? No, I haven't. Uh, Moxie, Vim, and Vigor are all synonyms for the same chutzpah. It's all synonyms for the same word. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like spunk. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, a way to describe it. Like, you got it. Like, you're... Like, you're, uh, like, like a, a overflowing of energy. I don't know if... Yeah! Hold on. Where's my phone? We're going to figure this out together. You want me to ask my, my spy machine? I was going to do it, because you often do it. Okay. Hold on. Wait. I want to ask her. Oh, okay. Okay, Google. Define Vim. Here's the definition of Vim. Informal. Energy, enthusiasm. Okay, so energy and enthusiasm is the definition. All right, hold on. I want to. I want to do one because I want to see what comes up. Okay, Google. Define spunk. Ooh, I don't like that. I do not. Here's like that. the definition of spunk: informal, courage and determination. Uh. Haha. Sand. Okay, so there's there's synonyms: courage, bravery, pluck, pluckiness, uh, valor, uh, daring, determination, grit, grit, cojones, sand, moxie, vulgar slang, balls. Ooh. Um. Yeah. I just I like words. Hmm. Tired Vince says I like words. <laughs> um. Also, when Moxie was introduced, it was also sold as a health tonic. And um, it's kind of like energy drinks, like Monster and stuff. They're actually dietary supplements. They're not soda. Wait, what? Yeah, if you look on like bottles of like Red Bull and Monster and like stuff like that, they're labeled as dietary supplements. Why? Some legality. I don't know. Is because you're taking all the taurine? I don't know what it has to do with it, but I know that some of them are labeled as dietary supplements and not uh, caffeinated soft drinks. Huh. Well, back to more fun Vim stuff. At the end of the third quarter... Like, okay, there's there's a few things in this lore that, like, I don't understand why Bethesda put so much thought into this and no other part of the game. <laughs> like, I guess we just take it where we can get it, huh? I guess, but, like, at the same... Like, listen to this next statement. At the end of the third quarter of October of 2077. Like, all right, just tell me it was, like, a fucking Tuesday and it was, like, the 18th. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, just just tell me the date, the time while you're at it. Right, right. Uh, Vim was nearly 3.29 million in the red. Uh, with more than 20% of their money going towards repairs. Again... I have right here in brackets. Why the fuck is this amount of detail in Far Harbor? 14.4% going to production, 14.9% going to marketing, and 10% going to distribution. That's How much was the stock's lot, worth? Like, that's a lot of, uh, that's very fine green detail. You know what, like, none of that matters. None of that matters. <laughs> like... I don't know. I just I don't think know it's so silly. 
Uh, Nuka and Vim had a had a legal battle over the trademark of quartz, meaning they lost more money over that, which was making it even harder for them. Oh yeah, there was Vim quartz and also Nuka Cola quartz. Yeah, who uh, won? I don't think it was ever settled because of the war. Ah. Um, Nuka hired an Aubrey C- Copland, C O P L A N D Copland. Yeah, close enough. All right, Aubrey Copland. Corn on the Copland. Corn on the Copland. Corn eating corn on the Copland with a goblin named Aubrey. Uh, someone call the cops, but they'll never fucking stop me. <laughs> Are you okay? I want to go to bed. Are you going to keep that in? Maybe. Uh, (laughs) uh, um, They hired Corn on the Cob Goblin uh, Arby's. (laughs) Arby's! Oh, God. (laughs) So, okay. Corn on the Cob Goblin Arby's fucking was hired... Aubrey Copland was was hired to sabotage Vim Pop Incorporated in three phases. Distrup, disturb local confidence in Vim by placing out of order signs on vending machines. So let's take let's just take corporate espionage. Let's take a look at this real quick. You ready? Mm-hmm. Start off with making it that people do not trust a brand, right? Yeah. Like let, let 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 you could you could do whatever you want something small. In this case, it's let's make it so all the machines look like they're out of order, or let's just. It's tell like McDonald's and the ice cream machine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then um, also they were putting. They were also replacing cases of Vim with tainted bottles. And they were covering Vim advertisements with Nuka-Cola. So, like... That's some pretty blatant bad stuff. Yeah, but it's, like, bullshit. It's, like... Put, let's just put let's just put an out of order sign on the machine that's not broken. Alright, like, that's, that's very hoodlum-esque, but, like, covering over a Vim billboard with a Nuka-Cola one, that's, like, bad. I don't think it was that scale. It was probably, like, anytime you saw, like, a standee in a store or something. Like, I doubt it was, like, here's this giant billboard that somebody paid thousands of dollars this month to advertise on. That's how I kind of interpreted it, but... Really? Yeah, but I'm sure that that wasn't quite how it was happening. Uh... Phase two of their three of their three phase plan to take down a fucking small (laughs) mom and pop company. Assaulting workers to lower morale. <laughs> what? Yeah. So let's just start doing some hoodlum ass shit. Let's we're we're essentially just pranking people with minor vandalism, like minor graffiti, and like maybe someone gets a tummy ache every once in a while. Question: Does sure. the hood fuck with Nuka Cola? Does the hood fuck with Nuka Cola? Um, or does the hood fuck with them? There's there's only one way to find out. Hold on a second. Okay, Google. Okay, Google. Does the hood fuck with Nuka-Cola? These are the top results. Um, the, the top result is from Reddit, of course. 
but really, fuck the Nuka-Cola bottling plant from the Fallout Reddit. Um, so does that mean the hood does not fuck with Nuka-Cola? Whoa, hold on a second. Hold the fuck on. I was asking. Hold on. There's a... I've heard of this group before. Is This isn't... No, this isn't Ice... Thank you, Ice-T. But this isn't his group. City Morgue has a song called Nuka-Cola. Really? Yeah. So that means the hood fucks with Nuka-Cola. I guess the hood... I mean, I guess. I've never... Bloodshed, Bloodside, Eastside, We Ride, Little Bitch, I Don't Miss, Word I Can't Say, Get Scared When I Talk My Shit, Little Bitch, I Don't Miss, Word I Can't Say Again, Get Scared When the 45 Spit, Walking In With That Grip, Again, Word I Can't Say, Gonna Stand In His Own Fucking Piss. That's actually kind of hard. Um, I don't see, I mean, there's no allusion to, 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 to Vats or anything. I've never heard of this. Holy shit. Did you know Post Malone's like a huge Fallout fan? Really? He has a Vault Boy tattoo. Oh, yeah, I have seen that. What the fuck? This is crazy. Alright, um, so, I don't know. I guess the hood does fuck with it? Alright, I just need to get the, the record straight there. Okay, um... And then phase three, steal the re- recipe from Vim for the new drink of Captain's Blend. So, like, you go from uh, some hoodlum-ass hoodlumry, some Tom... F- let, let's... Okay, hold on. On the scale of, of being, like, a vandal, mm-hmm. where does tomfoolery and being a hoodlum fall? Tomfoolery, super low on the chain. Really? Yeah. So wait, what's what's zero? Like like a like a like a church girl? No, because church girls know how to do it dirty. <laughs> they do. So like, what's um, what's like what's the bottom? Like a Mormon? Yeah, we'll say that. Okay, cool. I don't think Mormons can listen to podcasts. If Mormons can listen to podcasts and are listening to podcasts, thank you for being here. Yeah. Get in touch with me. I want to know more. Alright, so... Yeah, Mormons, Mormons are zero. That's that's zero. Okay. So then, going up, where is tomfoolery? Like... Wh- See, I consider tomfoolery like an action describing something, not like an identity. You are not a tomfool. <laughs> okay, but like, I think tomfoolery could be an adjective, because I personally, I think it would be Mormon... That's 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 seven on the pH scale. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 a base, right? That's what that's called. Uh, yeah, I, it doesn't work like that. But go ahead. Do you know what I'm saying? Like how it's like in the middle is like this is. Okay. Yes. You know what fine. I'm saying? Yeah. And like one side is is full on devious devious shit, and the other side is Jesus H Christ himself. Yes. Um, okay. Fine. I think it would go. The next rung would be horseplay. Okay. Yeah. Then, then maybe Tom. Wait, wait. What, would horseplay and fooling around be the same thing? Okay, fooling around, horseplay, tomfoolery. I could say that. What about fucking with you? Uh, that's a little higher. Okay. What about rabble rousing? Rabble rousing is intense. Is rabble rousing before or after tomfoolery? Far beyond. Okay. 
So I like to kind of think of the spectrum as like it starts off with like fooling around, and then a little past halfway is just fucking somebody's wife. What? Like like seventy percent. And then that is not tomfoolery. That is no, no, just... no. I'm saying the scale of being devious. There has to be like in some psychology. No, books, I'm saying like, like the I'm... scale of being deviant. No, I know, but I'm saying like if you look at it like a pH scale of like a zero or one and fourteen being the 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 ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's a spectrum, mm-hmm. right? It's like autism, right? And right? sexuality. Sure. And, like, I'm thinking that, like, 60% in to, like, the end would be fucking somebody's wife. And then, like, 90% in could be, like... Like, murder? No. That's more, I think, closer to 70-something, maybe 80. I don't know, I'm thinking, like, 90... 92% is, like, conquering half of Europe. But... Are you saying that murder and fucking someone's wife are on, like, the same tier? I mean, there's a lot of death going on. You're killing a person, you're killing a relationship, and then the person's gonna have to live with that. Like, another person's gonna have to live with that. I feel like we should talk about this again in the future. We should flesh it it out a little bit more. Alright, alright. So, yeah, the fucking... The goonery, if you will, is off the fucking charts. From nothing to everything at once. And, um, so another piece of why the fuck does Fallout 4 have this level of detail, um, which just is funny because the dialogue options are yes, yes, yeah, but a dick, and then tell me more, which is just yes later. Um, Escape into Adventure was a successful ad campaign from Vim. And had it, and had an, and had eighty-seven percent of people feeling excited or intrigued by the ads, and fifty-six percent they would try Vim products because of the ads. I don't know anything about that. It was it was um, an ad campaign that was uh, almost like an Amelia Earhart type drinking Vim, like in a plane, like she was getting in a plane. And like like a was, Carmen San Diego ass bitch. Where in the world was she? She was at the Vim factory. So, like, yeah, it's another one of those things that I remember seeing in the game, but it wasn't like a big deal. And like, why is like I don't I don't know. Just this level of detail is not something I would have expected. Like, there's this. I don't know. Some people say Far Harbor has the most detail out of any of the content for Fallout 4. Um, I personally didn't like Far Harbor that much. I liked it enough. It was alright. I just... I don't know. Not not for not for me. God. Alright, I'm just gonna read a quick... Again, this is all off the wiki. I get all of my lore off of uh, fallout.fandom.com. For regular Asvim, we have a combination of pure, main, spring water, and other extracts and syrups. The flagship beverage of Vim Pop Corporation is slightly fermented, which helps to bring out its unique taste and fermentation flavor. Vim Refresh was even more energizing than Vim Quartz, and its flavor and is flavored with apples. Refresh looks the same as regular Vim, but with a light green color and a lime wedge designed to the label. Rarer than Vim, it can be found in Vim machines. It is a 
upgrade. It is an upgrade to regular Vim, as the weight and lack of rads stays the same while HP and AP gain increase. Captain's Blend, which I made. Um, <laughs> yeah, shrimp? our drink video. Shrimp. Uh, there's going to be shrimp. an annotation somewhere for the drink video. Um, take a gander. You, you should watch. I think you should watch on YouTube. I put a lot of work into my editing. Um, we always put something out there on YouTube. So we put like four, anywhere from two to like four videos a week on the YouTube. So check that out. Um, Vim's Captain Blend test formula 10784 was in testing was in a testing state before the Great War. It hadn't yet been released to the market, though it was noted for being remarkably popular among focus groups. The number one word for used to describe the taste was fishy. Uh, <laughs> like, let's just drink fish soda. Man, I like, love me some fish soda. <laughs> like, there's a thing here. It says the inspiration for the drink's odd flavor came from a request to put the taste of Maine in a bottle. In fact, the CEO hadn't been able, hadn't been made aware of the ingredients causing the popular fishy taste. <laughs> fish then, soda. Fish soda. And then quartz. Uh, a twist on the classic Vim. Vim Quartz was a bubblegum flavor, which is fucking rancid. And you don't can... like bubblegum flavor? Oh, no. I love bubblegum flavor. Oh, no way. Anytime I'm, I'm having, like, any sort of a, a, a desert or a toothpaste, they're like, it's bubblegum flavor. I'm like, I'll, I'll just give me spearmint. Just give me regular-ass mint. And I hate mint. But, no, nah, I, I hate bubblegum flavor. Like, what is it? It's such, like, its own thing that it has to just be chemicals. I I like bubblegum flavor. You, I'm not yelling at you. I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just, like, it's sweet. It's like cotton candy, but liquid. Uh, maybe just because I think, I think cotton candy's a little overrated. I like cotton candy a lot. You know what cotton candy's called in other countries? There was a lot candy of... Candy floss. Yeah, and then in, like, Sweden, it's Daddy's Beard. Excuse me? Yeah, Daddy's beard. So it's either like, it's either like fairy floss or candy floss. It's like fun and bouncy, or it's like a submissive gay man who's in the closet. Like, <laughs> and we love that. What? Just we we love that. No, what do we love? What do we love? Tell me what we love. We love a submissive gay man in the. Closet. No, you love that. Don't say we love something if you love it. Big difference. So, Vim Quartz was a <laughs> bubblegum flavor drink that contained extra oomph, or Vim, making the drinks more energized. Vim Pop Incorporated was in a dispute with Nuka-Cola over the use of quartz in the drink title, as the latter company had already produced a drink with the quartz name, which is a special glowing white version of the signature Nuka-Cola. It was a regional excuse exclusive to the Southwest Commonwealth. Nuka-Cola eventually won. Oh, they won out. Okay, so I was wrong. Wait, uh, and Nuka won? Nuka won. Nuka, Nuka Cola eventually won out, and it was predicted that Vim Quartz would be off the shelves by the following year. However, the bombs fell before any rip, 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 repercussions could take place. 
so it was going to get recalled, but then the entire United States got recalled. <laughs> yeah, total fucking atomic Whoa. annihilation. That's Vim. Speaking, all right, can we talk? Are we done with Vim? Yeah. Are we done with lore? You want to move on to something else? Yeah, let's move on to something else. Sure. I recently rewatched a movie that I absolutely love, and I'm not sure if you've seen it. What is it? Have you ever seen War Games? The is that the one with the computer? Movie? There's like yeah. a thing with a computer? No, I know of it, but I've I, never seen it. I rewatched it this weekend because I remember really liking it as a kid because my dad showed me it because I was always into computers. So basically, this kid is like a cool like computer kid in the 80s or so uh it came out in 1983 so it's like early 80s and he's just like you know making programs dialing up servers and stuff and he eventually finds a server that is connected to the united states like simulation computer for nuclear testing and the 80s is still cold war so he accidentally starts a simulation of a war with Russia that makes it seem like Russia is going to nuke the U.S. And everyone at NORAD goes fucking crazy. Oh, this actually happened. Yeah, but, like, did it actually happen? Yeah, there was a time where um, something happened where at NORAD it was all of the all of the things were going off saying that missiles were coming. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I I don't remember the exact details of this, but some Russian official was on U.S. land for some reason, right? Mm-hmm. And they were launching... It, it said that nukes were coming from Russia to America in the 80s. And everybody started to panic, and they're like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? I mean, what do we do? I would panic. Yeah, and the dude who was in charge was like, wait, everybody calm down. If this is the end... Let's approach it like let's approach it calmly. Let's approach it like it's like another Tuesday, right? And the one guy was like, "Wait, isn't that one Russian dignitary guy in the states or something? Why would they launch nukes when he's here?" And they called and did something. They called somebody and something happened. And it turns out that one of the satellites was like off or they were picking up a signal that they weren't meant to pick up and it was something like a like a like a plane had rerouted or something and it just fucked up the whole system. Huh, that's really So it's like kind of happened. Yeah. Here, tell the rest of your story. I'm going to see if I can find that story. Yeah, do it because the movie is like really good even to this day it kind of holds up. I mean, all the technology is super outdated, but like it's still really a fun watch. I saw this movie again this weekend, and it was really a blast, and it was fun to see, like, how technology was in the 80s, and, you know, being a fan of Total Atomic Annihilation, it was kind of fun to see how it was real, but also, like, the sci-fi element of, like, some kid triggering the system. It's a good watch. It was, I think it's included on Amazon Prime, if you have it, um... It's a it's a good flick. I really recommend it. That might be a good one for us to review. Yeah, um, I've never seen it. I um, I'm usually turned off by '80s movies most of the time. Um, but it's one of those game games movies that I know just is like out there and everybody loves. Mm-hmm. 
uh, one of my favorite things about watching a movie is that if you watch a movie from the 80s, all of the bad guys are Russians. And then if you watch <laughs> a movie like from like 95 and onward, all maybe even a little later, all of the bad guys become Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You could just tell that like, oh, this is where we were. You could tell the cultural like differences and yeah. all that stuff. Like if you were to watch a movie from like probably like the 40s, all the bad guys would be German. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that natural progression of who are we fucking with right now? Yeah. So um, the story I was telling you about, I think I found it. Uh, this was this is from the history, like the History Channel website. I guess it's just history.com. Uh, this is, I, it doesn't. This is by an author whose name is Evan Andrews. Number it was it, it it's called Five Close Calls of the Cold War. Ooh, that sounds kind of interesting. Number three will blow your mind. Uh, uh, So this one's called the 1983 Nuclear False Alarm. On September 26, 1983, Lieutenant Colonel something Russian Stan Stanislav Petrov was in command at oh my god Sherpakov 15, a bunker where the Soviets mentioned their satellite-based detection system. Shortly after midnight, a panic broke out when an alarm sounded signaling the U.S. had fired five intercontinental ballistic missiles, or ICBMs, towards Russia. The warning was a false alarm. One of the satellites had a... uh, one of the satellites had misinterpreted the glint of sunlight off a cloud near Montana as a missile launch, but to the Soviets, it appeared that uh, the U.S. started a nuclear war. Protocol demanded that the Sherpakov-15 report any signs of a missile launch to the Soviet high command, but Petrov had a hunch the warning was an error. He knew that he knew the satellite systems. He knew. The satellite systems was mistake prone and had also reasoned that any nuclear strike by um, by the Americans would come from a hundred from a hundred missiles and not just five with only minutes to make a decision. Petrov chose to ignore the blaring warning alarms and reported the launch as a false alarm, a move that had that may have averted a nuclear holocaust. The incident remained classified until the Cold War ended, but Petrov later received several humanitarian awards for his extraordinary action and was even honored by the UN. So I was wow. wrong a little bit, but I knew, like... There's also it, it another... Was, it was, like, loosely based on something. Yeah, there's one of my favorite podcasts ever. is called uh, This American Life, and it's, like... They'll just talk about something. There's a really, really good one about... Um, in Japan after... Remember that big tsunami that hit Japan? Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, there was a telephone booth that was set up, not, like, on a cliff, but, like, looking over the ocean. Uh, and I think it's where the tsunami came in. And, again, I haven't listened to this one in a while, so I'm probably wrong in some manner. Um, people would go there, and they would answer the phone. Or not answer the phone. They would, like, take the phone, and it was a way for them to talk to their their dead relatives and it started off as a way to like help people who lost their family in the tsunami but then it was people that were just losing people and it just became a thing and i think it was like on somebody's land like somebody just gave up a piece of their property and they started recording some of the phone calls they have a lot of these really great stories on this american life and one of them is about how there was a a guy who worked in a a nuclear silo Mm -hmm. and they got the call that it was time to launch nukes. Like, it was over. There's nothing we can do. 
And wow. they were told, you get one call. Do with that what you will. And they nobody knew what to do. And the one guy was like, when you get that call, you don't want to worry your family. So you just call them and ask them how their day is. Like, I got chills just from thinking about it, but it's like... That's scary. Yeah. He's like, when you think you're on the brink, when you're when you're ready to go, and you just say, there's nothing I can do, you kind of, like, forfeit... You kind of forfeit the, the front that you're putting up at all times, that you have any sort of power in, in life, and you just kind of say, like, this is it. It's time to go now, and there's nothing I can do about it. Wow. And and he would he called his wife and he was just like, "Hey, you want me to pick up anything on the way home for dinner?" And she's like, "No, I got the chicken defrosting out and whatever this and that." And he's like, "All right, let me talk to the kids quick." And he's like, "Hey, um how was school?" Like, you know what I mean? Like you just Yeah, just like goes, shooting the shit. Yeah, he's like you just make it that if this is the last time that you spoke to them, they can think about it. And it's not, "All right, everybody get the fuck down." Like Mhm. It's just uh, it's fucking scary things to think about. It's like almost like cold, like almost melodramatic. What? No, what do you mean no, melodramatic? That's that's melodramatic is like oh my god. No, no, like I'm trying to think of the right word, but it's like numbing. Uh, yeah, numbing. That that one works. It's crazy. Kind of, like yeah. That's gotta be that's gotta be a really um it's gonna be a really scary kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Um but at the same time really like liberating, very kind of freeing of just knowing like, okay. I wouldn't want to be the person to turn the key to push the button, you know? Yeah. I couldn't yeah. do it. I know I couldn't do it. You know, when they made them and at least the nuclear subs, the key, there's two keys that need to be turned to sh- to fire the nuke. Mm-hmm. Um they're made just far enough apart because they're at two different ends but if they have to be close to each other they're made just far enough apart where one person can't use both arms to activate yeah super duper neat let me ask you a question sure what was the last time you went down a massive rabbit hole um like on the internet just the internet you found a book that you really really liked you just kind of delved into it a, a tv show anything i mean hmm once in a while i'll find some like internet documentaries or like interesting like mini series and just kind of go anything you'd recommend i like down the rabbit hole the channel i think it's, how great is that channel it's so good i didn't it's know so you good. knew about that channel it's frederick something frederick kudson or nudson not yeah, sure he's, his he's voice is man. so soothing. Yeah, he's the fuck. He, yeah, um, I watch all of his videos. They're so interesting to me. His, I love. He just did the. Um, he just did one that was like two hours long. Who the hell was it on? I don't know. Not Wings, or did he do another one after Wings? He oh, did one check. on Wings of Redemption. That's really good. He did a he did a Chris Chan one a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Fucking, His one on um, Temple OS is really good. Temple. I was just about to say. I think that might be my favorite one. The mm-hmm. Temple OS one is amazing. I don't. He has a good one on furries. Yeah, that's the one where I was just like, that's all right, really furries aren't one. that bad. Yeah. The only the game life one is really really good. The only one I don't really like. 
to be completely honest, is the Final Fantasy house. And I think it's because I don't play Final Fantasy, so I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Time Cube's really good. The Mouse Utopia. Fuck, I love this channel. Ooh, the Super so Redemption good. one is really good. I remember that. You watch that one? Yeah. He he does um, streams with a guy called Jabroni Mike. And uh, Jabroni Mike is just very crass and very loud. And Freddy is really, like, calm. And they have a series called The, the Warrens. Um, and one of the first one is, it's like a like an hour, maybe two, two and a half, I think, um, where they go over a book called Semenology. It's hmm. uh, The Art of Making Cocktails with Semen. Like the bodily fluid? Like like spunk. Yeah. Like That's the second time we talked about spunk today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, the other one is about a woman named Mobility Mary, who's one of those, like, feel bad for me, I'm in a chair type of people. Uh, not uh, to be, like, ableist, but, like... No, like, her only character trait, like, her only personality trait is that she's in... Uh, uh, what's the word? One of those, like... There's a word for them. What's the word for them in fucking, uh, like, Walmart? You can, like, rent one. or Like a jazzy? One. Yeah, she's, like, in a jazzy, and, like, that's her whole character trait, is that, like, she she will drive her her little jazzy cart thing on a major highway and act like there's nothing wrong with it, and she's like, this is for me! And it's like, no, it's not. You belong on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And, like, people will walk their dogs, and she'll be like, oh, he's coming at me! And they're like, he's oh, okay. we're, we're 30, 40 feet away. She, she like she, <laughs> she has like a GoPro attached to her jazzy, and um, she like harasses the homeless people in California to get off the sidewalk. She's That's like, horrible. this is my space. You're not supposed to be here. And he's like, and then the homeless dude's like, ma'am, I do not have a home. <laughs> like, yeah. she's yeah, it, she's awful, right? Uh, Sounds pretty awful. I like I like the streams that. Uh, Mike and and him do together because they they'll just like analyze a Renaissance painting for four hours. That seems actually kind of fun. Yeah, um, but I asked you this question because recently I was in I was in the Discord talking to some fine fine folks, and eventually I think this might have been after a, some sort of a game or something that we were playing. Um, was it on one of your stream nights? No, it was um, a D and D night. Mm. And it was after that, um, there was, we just started talking, I don't remember how, and we were talking about, oh, I think it was because we were talking about Osiris shoes, mm. and I was like, we were like looking up all the old shoes that, and I was like, oh my god, this is before like it was cool to have shoes for like us growing up, like you were only cool if you had Osiris's, um, and like part of me wants to see if I could buy a pair, just to I remember them. that era. Yeah, right? Wasn't that I never awesome? had them. You never had them? Mm-mm. Ah, well, I fucking... I found, like, the exact two pairs I had, and I was like, I want these again. Um, So, someone was bringing up childhood stuff, and somehow we got on the topic of Chuck E. Cheese. And I asked if they ever heard the story of, like, where Chuck E. Cheese comes from. And they were like, no, where does it come from? And I'm telling them about, like, there was two places... Did you bring our Discord down our rabbit hole? I kind of did, kind of, in a weird way, um, but, like, not totally. 
there was two places. There was Chuck E. Cheese, which was started by the dude who started Atari, Nolan Bushnell. And then there's um, Showbiz, Showbiz Pizza Time Theater. And, like, they both had these animatronic bands, but Showtime was just a fucking different world. Like, everything was fucking completely different. Uh, and, and the dude who was in charge of all this is just, like... He, like, he invented whack-a-mole. Hmm. Yeah. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah. He... I'm trying to think of the other really cool shit he invented. He he was working on animatronics, and he got to the point where... I was just telling you about this, actually. He... If he would have had, like, another two to four years to continue working on animatronics, he could have had a, a show that rivaled Disney. And... Like... He he. There was they were making too many stores too fast, and they shut everything down. And he went from building um, like ten animatronic shows a year to building forty animatronic shows a quarter. Wow! So he made like two hundred and forty or sixty something total when he was getting backed by this one comp. When he was getting backed by Showbiz Pizza, they made a hundred stores, and they were like, "All right, shut it down." And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, we're not making money anymore, so we need to slow down. And they're like, you need to get rid of people. Because, like, it was... Showbiz didn't own the company of creative engineering, but, like, they funneled money into it. So mm-hmm. they were like, we can't offer this It was kind of like Disney you. and Pixar. for a Kind of, before Disney owned Pixar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it's this fucking rabbit hole of just that I fell down of like, it started with this documentary and like how this dude fucking loves he like, and he, and he said in the, in the documentary, he's like, I came to a point where I was just like, I had to realize that I had to let go of this. And then the internet happened and I, and people still wanted to talk about it because it was a part of their childhood. Like in the documentary, there's a guy who bought, he, he found, so they made 240 or 60 of them and they started selling them to like mom and pops after they were like, well, we have this back order and we have to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started selling it to like, um, what are they called? What are they called? What are they called? Like amusement parks mm-hmm. and like fairs and shit. Yeah. And he still had a couple of them in his basement, like in his warehouse. And I don't, I, I assume at this point he got rid of them, but like he, one dude found him online and was like, I need to buy the entire show from you. Really? And he's like, the whole thing? And he's like, I need the whole thing. And the dude said for two years, he worked pretty much 80 hours a week. He would do anything to make extra money to make sure that he had... The show The show that they, they had was the Rock of Fire Explosion. And it's a fucking menagerie of just wackiness. Like, there, there's a, a Like a variety show? Kind of, but like, without share. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, share. Did you see that thing I tweeted out the other day? No, what was it? Cher and Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam have the same voice. Oh it's God. the same voice. Can you take me higher? And then do do your Cher voice. I'm Cher, bitch. Same voice. Same voice. <laughs> same voice. The only thing is Pearl Jam isn't entertaining, and Cher had fucking Sonny and Cher, and that was fun to watch. Yeah. Um... I was actually trying to do, I was doing that, like, Pearl Jam voice, and I was trying to, oh, I'm Shire, and I, like, didn't know how to do it. Um, <laughs> it's so funny, I can't do this. What? I can't, like, 
I can't mentally process this right now. Yeah, no, no, because I was thinking about it. Pearl Jam is and then shares are like like that. And then if you if you bring it up, if you bring it up to your nose, the same voice, right? The same like this if you bring it up to your nose and you make it all nasal, you become Kermit the Frog. And if you get a little louder with it, you become Ray Romano. Like it's fucking every every human voice on this planet is the same voice. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Because Ron Ron Goldman is here, right? Yes. This is Ron. But if I bring it up, I'm Marge Simpson. It's fucking like See what I'm saying? Every voice is just the same connected voice. Anyway, there's this fucking animatronic animal show that fucking blows me away with how much people love this shit. And, like, the community around it. This dude has a show in his backyard. And, like, he's such a goon about it. He's like, I'm... I'm there's a ton of kids in our neighborhood and I have never charged any of the families a dollar for them to have their uh, birthday parties in my backyard. That's really neat. Yeah, he's like, I want them to have the same experience I had by going to showbiz. I I, I think it's a crime. I I mean, he doesn't say this verbatim, but he's like, I think it's awful that kids don't get to have it now. And I just want them to have what I had. So, like, this dude was, I guess he was just like, yeah, bring over some pizza, set out the tables, you get to watch the show. Just and go like, ahead, yeah. Like, I, the, now there's there's a YouTube channel called The Rockifier, and it's fucking bonkers. Because the dude who was, the dude who um, created everything, Aaron Fetcher, or Fatcher, I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce his last name, he, like didn't really want to do it and this dude not that he didn't want to do it he was kind of like done he's like oh he originally wanted to try to solve the energy crisis and he made like a car that got like a ridiculously high fuel like miles per gallon mm-hmm. john and um he fucking like was like all right i'm done and then if you look up like miss new booty and uh little wayne's lollipop the animatronic band is singing that and it's fucking cra- like it's nuts it's nuts shakira's hips don't lie like they programmed that and like the the dog who's the drummer like plays the drums plays the fucking drums on like on beat like actually like 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 on fucking he does it he did it he's doing it again like wait the animatronic can play the drums accurately yeah the animatronic the animatronic it's it's very basic it's a hi-hat the snare and the kick right so it's not like like it's not like like if it's really fast hi-hats but the dude if he had four more years like max to keep working on the, on his stuff, he could have had an animatronic that played drums accurately, and he's working on it now. And he's showing how he like it would move and like hit and then slide over and hit again and like continue to play. And like it's fucking dude, it's crazy. And and like CeeLo Green, remember CeeLo fucking Green mm-hmm. from such such hits as Outcasts. Uh, you gotta get up, get out, and do something. Mm-hmm. You can't spend all of your time getting high. It's off their first album. Fucking. And a, he had that Fuck You song. Yes. There's a live performance of, of, of CeeLo playing Fuck You somewhere with this animatronic band behind him. And he was like, I went to this shit when I was a kid and I loved it. I want to bring it back. Fallout Boy. 
there, there's they do a live show where there's like a screen in the back and the fucking animatronic band is playing. There's a I sent it to our 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 group chat, our friendly neighborhood group chat the other day of a band called Teenage, or no Kids Techno, and it's the most dystopian sounding and looking shit I've ever seen in my life. And they use the band like it's it's called the Rockafire Explosion documentary on YouTube for free. I suggest you watch it because it's fucking crazy. It's it's one of those things that like it's the perfect amount of of creepy and nostalgia and just like being genuine. If that makes sense. This is crazy. Are you looking at some of this stuff? I'm just looking at the thing he sent to the chat. The the which one? Uh kids techno bless us holy tractus. Yeah, go to like halfway through the video. There's like a sample of like a like a guitar instructional video that they loop and like pan and like the animatronics just move. It's so fucking like it's such a weird wormhole that I fell down. And then like there's apparently a group of people that are coming at the the inventor. The inventor met his girlfriend or his wife. I don't know what the status is. He doesn't really talk about her, but she's in the documentary. He met his girlfriend because she was working at Chuck E. Cheese in her 20s. And her friend who worked there was like, hey, do you remember Rockafire? And she's like, no, what is it? And gave her a tape. And then they started messaging each other. And then they got together. This is crazy. Dude, it's a, it's fucking crazy. It's bonkers. It's banana sandwiches. It's fucking out of this world. I'm watching it like... And then, then the dude gives tours. And he'll just put his tours on YouTube. But like, not the whole thing. Like, he'll put like fractions of the tours and it's still like a fucking 40 minute video and it's like here we're, we're here today with jacob who's 13 and and jacob is taking a tour of creative engineering what's your favorite character and he's like i like this one and then they like talk and he's like giving kids shit and it's dude it's not it's fucking like I have found this very weird microcosm. Not weird. I don't like. I don't want to use that word. I found this microcosm of people who found something they very, 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 very much enjoy, and they want to share it with the world. And I think that's so cool. It is really cool. Yeah, that's kind of like what we're doing. Yeah, we're at an hour, by the way. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Um, just check it out because I've been like. It's it's all my YouTube. Send me a couple links and I'll put them in the description for the folks at home. Okay. Um, I mean, other than that, I just wanted, I just wanted, I just want Shane Ivers to tuck me in. All right, hold on. Before we get to Shane Ivers, oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, I just I just smeared my makeup. But before we get to Shane Ivers, I have something that I found. Oh. I've got some Lego minifigs for some Fallout D and D characters. So I've you got have them. Wait, you have them? I have them. Here's Ron Goulman. Hold on, please, please focus. Please autofocus. I don't think she's gonna autofocus. But we have a Ron Goulman right here. We have a a Doctor Steinman, and we have some other characters from the old campaign. This was Krogar. Oh, young Fistula. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was Mick, Michael. Uh, and I had a bunch of extra body pieces, so I put together something for, uh, 
for Gabriel, even though he didn't exist at the time. Can you send a picture to me? Right here. Oh, it finally autofocused. Hello? Hey. Yeah. Can you send me a picture of all of them, like, next to each other? Sure. All of them? All of them? Yeah, I thought thought Chris would have taken them back. Um, I stole them. Ha ha. Fuck (laughs) him. He doesn't listen. I know he's not going to hear it. Cool. Yeah, I just wanted to share those real quick. Thanks. But speaking of things that we need to share. Yeah, I want Jane Iris to tuck me in and give me a kiss on the forehead and tell me that everything's going to be all right. And our intro music is Feather Duster. If you want to get that intro music, you can get it at silvermansounds.com slash free music slash Feather Duster. Vince, are we social? Yeah. You can find in the description below a link to our Twitter for the show and for myself and for all of you. If you'd also like to follow us on Discord, like I said before, if you want to hear any sort of lore, you have to. Well, you don't have to. Um, but it's recommended that if you want to hear something, give me a lore topic real quick. Um, Super Sledge. Cool. The Super Sledge, put that in feedback. Who, me right now? Yeah, put it right now in feedback. Um, in Discord. Do it. Faster. Faster. Hold on. I can't spell. I'm bad. Quickly. Quick. Fast. Do it fast. I gotta go fast. I'm so fucking tired. Is that you? Did you put it in there? I don't know. Did I? I don't know. I can't see my computer from where I'm sitting. So I'll use my phone. I'm so fucking tired. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> I want to go to bed in the worst goddamn way. Um, yeah. So if you want to hear anything, I'll just put it. She wants to hear about Super Sledge right now. God damn it. Um, it's going to get added to the list if you want to hear it. Cube, again, thank you. I love you. He requested Vim. Uh, Discord's popping, and I do the streams in there sometimes. My schedule's a little wonk right now. Everything's kind of in the air, so I'm trying to figure it out. Um, but jump in. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah, It's been really popping lately. Like, we've been talking about everything. Uh, the other night, we had a very long discussion about the baby nut. Like, I beat uh. Bioshock, and I beat it, and I went, I don't understand anything! And then we talked about that, and then we talked about baby nut, and then, you know... Um. Yeah, but thank you for listening. If you're listening on any sort of podcasting site, um, please give us a good review, a thumbs up, five stars. Um, leave a comment, share with your friends. Uh, but we also do put all these episodes out on YouTube where you can see our faces and you can see my editing and you can pretty much you get a you get a, a third dimension of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go there, please subscribe. I also post other shit to the YouTube. So does Olive of just random stuff. Um, a bunch of fun, whatever the fucks. Yeah. And if you really like the show, like a couple of folks that we're about to thank, you can throw us a couple dollars either on Redbubble. Uh, we we have cups, mugs, books, stickers, uh, shower curtains, duvets. There's actually a bunch of new shit that I wanted to go over with you that we could add on, like oh, bags and whatnot. Um reusable totes 
Uh, and if you really, really like the show and you really want to see us get a little bit bigger and a little bit better, you can throw us a couple bucks on Patreon. Um, it is not a requirement. The show will always be free, but you could, if you like, throw us a couple bucks. There's also uh, different tiers. I believe at the, I think it's the ten dollar tier, or is it? Yeah, at the ten dollar tier, if you're in there on a rotating basis, you can come in and play Atomic Tabletop with us. Just, um, just something in there to keep in mind. I think at the twenty dollar tier, you can actually listen to these episodes live as we record them. Yeah, so that's really cool. I don't know if it's 20 or 25. I don't remember. It's but, on there. You can check it out. Yeah. Um, so we have to thank some people. Who do we got to thank? We have to thank the friendly companion, Cube. Thank you, Cube. We also have Noah. Thank you, Noah. We're going to thank Mason. Thank you, Mason. Gage. Thank you, Gage. I, uh, we got to thank him twice. And Gage twice. We gotta thank Gage twice because Gage also um, hooks it up over on the Discord so we can stream and we can do a lot of premium features. Mm-hmm. Uh, he supports us by giving us Nitro there, so thank you twice. And we have the illustrious Jordan with a Y. With a Y. Thank you, Jordan with a Y. Um, other than that, I've got nothing. I, um... what I say before? The corn on the cob goblin. Arby's the corn on the cob goblin. Is that our new character? Is it? Uh, is that going to be baby name Frank's uh, nightmare? Baby name Frank's best friend is Arby's <laughs> the co- corn on the cob goblin. Who's who's a tomfoolery um, animatronic? Hoodie. Animatronic. <laughs> it's just fucking like. Oh my god! I don't know how to end these fucking things. Say goodnight, Olive. Goodnight, Olive. Atomic Radio Hour. Hour.